Episode 77, Anxiety and Resentment. Welcome to the First Year Married Podcast, where we get real about building the marriage of your dreams. I'm marriage coach Kayla Levin, and I take newly married and engaged women from anxious and insecure to confident and connected through practical tips, real-life inspiration, and more than a little self-awareness along the way. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. I'm happy to be back here with you all. I've been noticing something a lot in my coaching and in my conversations with you, and I thought this would be a really great topic because for a lot of our marriages, when we're struggling, we tend to present with one of these two emotions, right? Anxiety or resentment. And one of the things that you guys tell me that you get most from this podcast and from our community is realizing that you aren't alone, right? That your experience is normal. So whether that's feeling a lot more negativity than you expected in your first year of marriage or just sort of feeling a little bit nervous. And of course, most of the time it's good. We'll talk about that in a second. So since these are two specific emotions that are coming up so frequently for you all, I wanted to make sure to address it here in the podcast. So number one, here's your reminder again, you are not alone. (laughs) You're not alone. Nothing's gone wrong here. Being married is a wonderful opportunity to get some clarity into what's going on in your head and getting to do some work that is going to change your entire life, even though it would be enough if it was just your marriage. So let's start with resentment. Have you thought about resentment? You might still call it being upset if you were describing it. Like I get that a lot, right? When someone is is asking for coaching, they'll say, I'm feeling really upset because of this thing that happened. And I think the reason for that is that resentment sounds like something that bad people feel right? Like I'm not a resentful person, so we don't identify with that emotion of resentment. What happens is we then don't notice it when it happens. So one thing that we really, really want to work on is labeling our emotions accurately. I know it sounds like semantics, but it's really, really not. It makes a huge difference. It doesn't mean anything about you or your husband if you're feeling resentment is the truth, right? Sometimes people are scared to tell me they're feeling resentful because they think I'm going to judge their husband. I'm just getting insight into how your brain's working, right? So he's not on the line. You're not on the line, but we want to be clear and you get so much more leverage over it when you know what you're actually dealing with. When you're dealing with being upset, we can work on not being upset. That's not going to help you if you're actually feeling resentful. Whole different skill set, right? So upset would be something like, I wish this didn't happen right? That's the kind of thought that can create a feeling of being upset. Resentment is more like he shouldn't have done that. Or I'll get a lot of the time, like what kind of person does that? How could he do that? That kind of thing. So you hear the difference? Now let's pop over to anxiety because <laughs> this one's coming up a lot too. Anxiety, when it shows up in our marriages, is more often based in the question of self, right? So did you see how with resentment, it's it's a judgment on the other person? And again, judgment is one of those words like resentment. We don't want to say what it is. So we pretend that we don't judge, but we all judge all the time. That's just what we do, right? So when we're judging another person, that can often create resentment, can create other things too. Frustration, negativity, disappointment, right? But a lot of the time, resentment comes from a judgment on another person, Now, anxiety is more a judgment or a question of ourself. 
Do I have what it takes? Am I somehow damaged by my past or my family of origin? Am I too much of a mess to be good at this marriage, right? Is there something wrong with me? This nice, big, empty, (laughs) meaningless statement that has our brains going crazy. Resentment, again, would be the judgment on him. What kind of husband would do that? This isn't who I thought he was. How am I supposed to be happy married to a guy like that? Now, I want to clarify something that's really, really important. I know that most of you don't experience either of these emotions on a very, very frequent basis. For the vast majority of you, it's just that they seem to take over sometimes and then they ruin the day when they show up. Or that it starts to feel like it's creeping up and you don't really know how to get out of it, right? For the vast majority of you, again, being a newlywed, being married to this guy, you know you're great, you know he's great, you have a lot of positive going on. And if someone were to ask you how it's going, you would probably answer that it's going really well. And I don't think you'd be lying. So it's kind of a bizarre thing to wrap your head around. Yes, this is good. Things feel good. This is new and exciting. But also, sometimes I get so upset or I don't act like myself or I'm not as happy as I think I should be. And then our brains like spin out over into that whole thing, right? And it's so interesting to me. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before that when I talk to people who have been married longer about what I do, the most common response I get is like, oh my gosh, I loved being a newlywed and I would never want to do it again. (laughs) Because like in the moment, there's so much excitement and it's so wonderful. But then when we look back later, when we've developed some more skills and we have more just security and confidence in our marriage, we realize that some parts of it were like a little bit exhausting, right? So I think you should absolutely enjoy it. You should lean into loving being a newlywed, loving being married, thinking all the good things about how great he is, but also know that it's not a contradiction to want to work on those little niggling issues, right? Because it can give you so much more traction. And the thing that I love to see is how when we are able to identify the thinking that creates, whether it's anxiety or resentment or any other kind of negative emotion, we then can globalize that skill. And it starts to come up with my, with you guys, with your work and with your health and with your, you know, managing your space and all the other things that you want to be working on. Now you have this meta skill. Now you have awareness of your mind. There is literally nothing more important to accomplishing your goals than having awareness of what is driving you, right? And it's awareness. It's not mantras. It's not goals. That's what we want to do, right? We always want to set goals. I want to be a nicer wife. I want to be more open. I want to be more communicative. And the reason we're not getting there is because we're not starting with awareness of where we actually are now. And so it's not a cycle we can break and and, and move on to where we want to go. So I just want to make sure to be so, so clear that any challenges, any stressors that are happening in your first year of marriage, they're the best possible thing that could be happening for you. Because We've gone through our lives for so long and there's parts of the way that we function and the way that we tick that we don't even know about until we enter into a relationship as profound and deep and intimate as marriage. And once we get there, we have access to a whole new part of ourselves to develop and grow. And I think it is the most inspiring and amazing work that a human being could ever possibly do. And on the completely opposite end of the spectrum from getting awareness of yourself figuring out how you want to be showing up in this relationship is what I see a lot of women are sort of getting lured into like certain systems or coaches or speakers is this promise of changing your husband. 
if I could get him to act differently, then I would be happy, right? And that makes sense. That's what our brain is telling us. If we're feeling resentful, if he could just be different, or if I'm feeling anxious, but if he could just reassure me, then maybe I would feel better. If I learn how to communicate better, then he could just do this. I would be able to figure out how to tell him what to do. <laughs> That's like kind of like the dialogue that I see. And I have to admit, it makes me cringe, like on a very, very deep level. Please call me out if you ever hear me using language like that. And please be wary of any educator or therapist or coach who uses language like this because it's very hard to maintain respect for the human being that your husband is when someone in a position of authority is talking about your husband like a new puppy that needs training school, right? So do I teach you how to understand your husband better? Absolutely. But it's not because he needs to change, it's not understand him so that you can now manipulate him, but because we need to understand. And the magic is that when I understand my husband better, I'm actually able, I'm enabled to help my husband understand me better in a way that's way better than, you know, people are always asking like, okay, so when is your husband creating the husband version? So you don't need it. <laughs> it's probably going to happen one day. But the truth is that when the women do the work, the whole marriage is transformed and they see it time and time and time again. And a lot of it is because then she's in a place where she can understand the difference between the two of them. She's able to communicate that in a way that isn't expecting a change from him. It's not creating manipulation, which of course, you know, any human being that you're talking to, man or woman, can pick up on that energy and is only going to resist. So I want to make sure that everyone listening to this, whether you are a member of the First You Married online community, you've bought the course or not, that you understand everything that is available to you guys that I am offering to do whatever I can to help you implement this material and really see some actual results. I know that this podcast gives you guys a lot of inspiration. It's a completely different experience to actually get the coaching and to be able to implement it in that way. So let me give you some sort of background of what we're doing over there in First Year Married Online right now. We now have this weekly coaching hour inside the First Year Married Online community for literally anyone who's ever taken the class. I'm pretty sure you all know about it, but if you are in the program, if you're a grad, which means you've, you've signed up for First Year Married Online and you aren't getting the emails, please, please let me know because I honestly think that it's even more powerful than the material at this point. I was talking to someone who's a, a member in the community recently and she said, it's sort of like the course is like summer reading and then the coaching calls is like all the learning that you do over the course of the school year. Like, yeah, you need the course because then we can like up level in our conversation to a much higher level because everyone is already understands the same basic information and the same fundamentals and the system that I've created for newlyweds. And now we jump into these calls and we're on this like very, very high level in the way that we're able to approach it and the way that we're able to make a lot of progress in a short amount of time. And the other thing that I think makes these calls so powerful is that women are able to take the thing they're working on right now. And some of these women are women who just signed up, you know, a week or two ago and other women have been doing this program or they did it and they've stepped away maybe months ago. And now they're able to come back and be like, okay, well, how do I apply it for this thing that happened for me this week? And... I think even more so, everyone is getting to hear from other women, right? So you're getting to hear that other women, like I say, like, you know, you can hear, come on the podcast and hear me tell you that you're not alone because I see other women dealing with similar things. And I know for a lot of you, that's just been like the big sigh of relief and you're in a different place already. 
it's another level when you hear another woman write in and here's what I'm dealing with. And even though it's not exactly what you're dealing with, it gives you so much clarity and so much relief to see like, oh my gosh, we're all in this together. It's all a process of growing and understanding ourselves. And it's really funny because then when you see someone else's model, you're like, oh my gosh, my husband actually isn't the problem. (laughs) So it's very helpful, right? Because you can't change him, but we can change what's going on inside our heads. And then I would argue that's much better. That's much better to be able to do. The whole thing is, of course, I want to make sure this is clear, super, super anonymous. The people in the course and I believe very strongly that privacy is personal. This is one of our like core tenants in the group is privacy is personal. And that means if you want to come on and be coached live and everyone can see your face and you want to talk about your problem, that's great because we really understand that all we're doing is taking a peek into your brain and what's driving you and giving you clarity. But for a lot of women, what they prefer to do is they send in our through our anonymous form, whatever their question is. And then I just read the question and coach them on that. So I don't even know who's sending in the question, but they're able to get responses for what's going on for them. So I love that everyone's sort of able to tailor to the level of privacy that feels good to them, that they feel good about. And they can do, you know, based on the question, they can alternate. Because COVID has hit a lot of families hard, while we did raise the prices after our, I know we did like that lockdown, pay what you can plan we are still running on a highly reduced rate for First Year Married Online. So if you're listening and you just discovered the podcast and you're like, oh my gosh, I I missed it, we're nowhere near the full price. So you should absolutely jump in and join us. I've also had a lot of people ask me, are these weekly calls an extra cost and why am I adding it? And so I just want to make sure it's super clear for everybody. What you pay for the course is a one-time cost for lifetime access. And The thing that I learned from my husband, which I really love coming back to with our program, is this idea of KPIs. So I hope I explain it correctly. And as he edits, he's going to like come back and tell me that I (laughs) probably got it wrong because this is not my area of expertise. But a KPI is the key performance indicator, which is when someone is running a business, like what is the thing that I'm actually measuring to see if I'm doing well? So if I'm working in a doctor's office, it might be people getting healthy. If I'm working in a retail office, it might be how much clothing I sell, right? So the KPI is what you judge to see how you're doing. And our KPI is always going to be individual people and their marriages, improving marriages. And I'm always looking for what could you use that's going to help you use this material. I don't want you to just take my course and walk away. I want this to be a program that you take it. You're able to internalize it. If you need to come back to me because it's not working or you're not understanding, you can get on one of those calls or you can send in your question so that this becomes life-changing, not just another sort of passive thing that we listen to and move on with our life. We're, of course, going to continue to evolve the First Year Married community and the programs along the way. My one-on-one clients, of course, get the highest level of access, and I love being able to work with somebody so, so deeply. And we are working on, at some point in the future, creating a group program so that people who want to really work in a much deeper way or they want to have this sort of be an ongoing inspiration from month to month and they want more access and they want more coaching, that that's something that we can offer. But everything starts with the first year married online course. Even for people who've been married five years, 10 years, the way to start is to go into this course, to take this material, to get the foundation, do your summer reading, right? And then you have access to all of the coaching that is happening in that community right now. So if you aren't in yet, 
I want you to know this is your personal invitation to join us. If you like a literal personal invitation, you can email me and I'll send you a literal personal invitation. I want to get you registered before our next weekly call so I can welcome you in person, answer any questions that you have, and start changing your life and your marriage this week. So go to firsttiermarried.com forward slash course, and you're going to be able to sign up right there. You can even sign up for a one-on-one session that is not going to be offered for a very long time, but I still have some spots open for you to buy a one-on-one session along with the course if you want that super personal and private experience, or you can just sign up for only the course. I can't wait to see you inside. Have an amazing week, everyone. Bye-bye. 